Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Hey everyone, happy new year. I cannot believe it is the first Monday of the new year and there's just so much fun things to celebrate today. So not only is it the new year, it is the launch day of Diet Ditchers Academy. We've waited so long for this. I've I've waited so long for this shoot, just putting this together for you guys and I can't believe that today is the day. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet. If you guys haven't signed up for Diet Ditchers Academy, now's the perfect time. I know you guys have probably, you know, made your New Year's resolutions or hopefully have made your goals for 2022 based off of, you know, my previous episode, the one from last week. But you guys, this is just the way to start out the new year, completely ditching diets, starting with new healthy habits that are sustainable, enjoyable, you're able to be consistent with it and actually learning what nutrition is and how to properly fuel your body and still eat all your favorite foods. I know these past couple weeks you've probably like been really overindulging and so you're like ready to just dive into a new diet or something but remember like this isn't a diet, this is a lifestyle change, and it is just the beginning of your forevers. If you guys are ready to sign up for DDA, go to thisismirandalee.com slash DDA, and you can sign up now. I can't believe I can say that. You can sign up. No more joining the waitlist, nothing. Sign up today, you guys. Get it started. Six-week e-course program, all self-paced, all you know, catered to your guys' wants and needs, weekly lectures and homework assignments and journaling prompts and slide decks and recipes and exercises. There's just so, so much. And you guys get to keep this course forever. You can retake it if you want to. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited and I hope you guys are just ready to start this new year out with a bang. So another exciting thing that is more what today's episode is about. Um, for those of you who don't know, if you follow me on Instagram or, or have me as a friend on Facebook, you do know, but I am pregnant. Wow, I can't believe it. Still, it still sounds just so crazy saying it out loud, but yes, I am pregnant. I am having a little baby boy, and my husband and I are just so excited. And The reason why I kind of wanted to do a podcast episode on this, besides the fact that it's just like a super exciting time in my life, is that there are going to be so, so many changes now, in the future. Like, things are different, you guys. Like, my body's changing, um, which is going to be a big one that we're going to talk about, but... So many other things are are changing too, you know, kind of maybe the the path of this podcast, the path of my business, not sure. Um, 
you know, just really depending on God right now and surrendering to him and just obeying what he has um, for his plans for me. But so let's start at the very beginning. It's funny because if you would have asked me like a month before I got pregnant, if I wanted to have a kid now, it would have been a heck no. Um, I've always wanted kids. I've always wanted lots of kids. Um, But for some reason, I was just so against it for where I was like right then in my life. I felt like I couldn't, like, I don't know. there There was a lot of things and I feel like a lot of it had to do with ego Um, different things about my ego, like feeling like I wanted to be further along in my career before I had a kid. Um, the selfishness of like finally being comfortable and in love with my body that I didn't want to jeopardize that. Um, kind of just, you know, being scared of, you know, my husband's in the military, which means that there's going to be lots and lots of days where I'm in this by myself You know, I live on the complete opposite side of the country as both mine and my husband's families live. So there was just a lot of stuff. But my husband really, really, really wanted to have kids like ASAP. And I was just super against it. And um, what changed my mind was it was really praying to God. Like I, I prayed really hard. That if it was the time for us to have kids, that he would put it on my heart that I'd want it. And, you know, if it wasn't the time, like, that was fine too. But after lots of praying, God softened my heart so much. Like, so much. It was crazy. I literally just woke up one day and I was like, I want to be a mom. Like, I want to be pregnant. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. So... Um, and I know it's, oh my gosh, I know it's not that simple for everyone, um, whether, you know, you struggle with infertility or maybe you and your spouse are on the same page, or maybe you're not in a relationship yet, but you are ready for kids. Um, or maybe you and your husband are ready and it just hasn't been given to you yet. Or maybe you weren't even trying and, um, you ended up pregnant. Everyone's journey is so, so different. So I don't want to take away from that. Um, you know, this is my own unique journey that, I want to share. So that's why that's why I'm sharing it. Um, I know it doesn't come this easy to a lot of people. And I am grateful that um, my journey to become pregnant has, um, hasn't been really hard. So I just wanted to throw that in there. <clears throat> but yeah, like I, anyways, like I was saying was I did wake up one day and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a mom. I'm ready to be pregnant, you know, me and my husband talked about it, and a couple weeks later, bada bing, bada boom, I'm pregnant, um, it was funny, because I had a feeling I was pregnant, and I took a pregnancy test, and I guess it was too soon, because it came out negative, and I think a couple days later, I did it again, and it still came out negative, you know, my husband was sad, I was, I was kind of bummed, but I was like, you know, it is what it is, and then, Um, A week or so later, my husband was at work and I was like, I'm like, I just, this doesn't, I don't feel right. Like, first of all, I have a very, very normal period, first of all, very normal period. So when even being one day late, I was like, this is weird. Um, And I was like, maybe I'll wait till the next day. Um, 
but I just went, I got a pregnancy test and it was positive. And I was so shocked, like so unbelievably shocked. And so I, I got together this little thing for my husband for when he came back um, from work the next day. And he was so surprised, you know, we told our families and, you know, fast forward to now, I'm in my second trimester, um, just found out it's a boy, we're super excited. We, me and my husband both like didn't have really a preference of girl or boy, um, you know, just wanted a, he- a healthy baby, but we both didn't have a preference or an idea. I guess I was kind of leaning toward girl just because everyone around me is having a boy. So I was like, what are the odds of me having a boy too? Um, But yeah, I'm having a boy. So yeah, that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Um, And so, you know what, let's talk about the whole change in body. This is going to be a new journey for me and, you know, a new mental battle for me to overcome because I'm going to be very, very honest here. It can be easier to have a healthy relationship with your body and easier to have this confidence that you have when like you have kind of been in a steady state for a while, like if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, I realize that, um, you know, I, you know, I did struggle with weight a lot as a kid, but these past couple years, I've kind of been steady with my weight. Things have been really good. You know, I've been um, eating healthy, but still enjoying the foods I like. I've been very consistent with working out. So like, I feel like I'm at a really healthy place. And even though I'm not as lean and muscular as I was pre-pandemic, like I'm still you know, pretty fit and very similar to what I was before. And so I know that this is going to be a big mental hurdle for me, but I know that I'm ready to take it because I have God on my side and um, I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. I'm not meant to go through these battles alone, but I feel like it will give me a little more, um, it will kind of force me to be a little more compassionate and kind to myself. So it, it is going to be an interesting journey, even now with, you know, gaining, I'm probably about a little over five pounds more than pre-pregnancy, maybe a little more. Yeah, like maybe five, um, you know, and I'm at a point where I'm probably going to start gaining like a pound a week. And it's going to be interesting. I'm going to, you know, I have to get on the scale when I go to the doctor's. And, you know, I don't own a scale at my house. So this is going to be a new mental hurdle that I'm going to have to go through. But I'm excited to share it with you guys because, you know, even though I've I've gone through all these struggles, like doesn't mean I'm never going to go through struggles again. So I just want to be completely open and transparent with you guys while I go through, you know, the next six months um, of pregnancy and... Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm at a lot more ease about um, the changing of my body because like this is an amazing thing that I get to experience. And the thing that my, like what my body is about to go through is first of all, it's so temporary. So I can't just, I I don't want to waste my time hating my body when it's doing something so 
beautiful. Like it's making a life, it's creating a life. And you know what? There are days where I look in the mirror and I look a little softer than normal, but I tell myself like, I'm creating a life, like this is amazing. Um, so, you know, it's normal to have that first thought, but it's, you know, what do we, what do we do with our second thought? I'm really big on that. Like we can't control our first thought, but we can control our second thoughts. So that's what I've been working on. A lot of the times I'll have that first thought and I reframe that second thought and it's been okay. So yeah, I'm excited to kind of share that, that journey with you guys, um, these next six months, but I've really just come to an understanding that we, we go through different seasons in our life where we have essentially a different purpose with our body. And like right now I'm in a season of my life where the purpose of my body is to grow a life, to be compassionate, to love it no matter what, and to not obsess about, um, my weight or my pant size or anything. And I know I've said that before, but it doesn't mean it doesn't, it's not hard or stressful when you're going through a big change. So if you are going through something like this, just know you're not going through it alone. Like we all go through it. Even me who preaches body positivity and body acceptance doesn't mean everything is completely peachy. But like I said, it's all about controlling that second thought because you cannot control that first thought. So let's kind of talk about... um, some of the changes with my diet and exercise because that's been crazy. So my mom did not struggle with morning sickness at all. So I was hoping that, you know, I wouldn't either, but that's not the case. I struggled with morning sickness my entire first trimester and I still struggle with it a little bit now. It hasn't completely gone away, but I don't know why they call it morning sickness because uh, it happens all day. And now I'm at a point where it just kind of, it'll just hit harder at night. But yeah, it was really weird in the beginning when it was really bad because like, first of all, I like, okay, if you know me, there's two things you know about me and what I eat. Well, three, if you include my obsession with oatmeal. But one is like, I eat my tofu and veggies every single night for dinner. Like it is my favorite thing. And two is that I always eat dark chocolate for dessert. Like I always have to have like at least one square of dark chocolate. Um, Those two two things are big big no-nos. Like broccoli or just certain veggies. Like I smell them and I'm just like, that's a no. Um, And chocolate. I haven't been able to eat any of my normal dark dark chocolate for months. Um, I think I finally had a little bit of milk chocolate and some ice cream <clears throat> and some frozen yogurt a couple of days ago and it was good, but like it didn't even like hit the way it normally does, you know, like I haven't been able to truly enjoy food. Like I eat food so I don't get nauseous. So yeah, that first trimester was kind of weird. Um, I was just trying to, oh, well, the first trimester I was really just trying to, you know, eat to survive. There was a lot of bland foods, crackers, um, fruit, a lot of fruit. Um, but one thing I basically forced myself to do was still have my protein powder and collagen in the morning. So I always mix those two in my coffee. Um, sometimes I have regular, sometimes I have decaf. 
I'm not much of an avid coffee drinker anyways, but I guess you're allowed to have like two cups a day if you're pregnant. But I mean, I just like the taste. I don't really care for the caffeine. But that was kind of like one of my non-negotiables was I was gonna at least have a scoop of protein powder in the morning in my coffee and my scoop of collagen daily um, because collagen has so many amazing benefits. But yeah, I was like, there's so many things that I cannot do cannot eat or drink but this was one of my like non-negotiables and in the morning I guess my morning sickness funny because I don't know why it's called morning sickness when it wasn't the worst in the morning but because it wasn't as bad that's when I was kind of able to um you know that's when I had my protein coffee and collagen so but then throughout the day it was like what could I eat that wouldn't make me want to throw up And then I think for a good two-week time period in that first trimester, I was not working out. And I know that might sound short for some people, but I can't remember the last time I went two weeks without working out. And I'm just really proud of myself for how much grace I gave myself to not work out. I know some people don't work out at all in the first trimester. Um, But, you know, in the first couple weeks, I was okay and I was working out. Then when my nausea was at its worst... Um, I just couldn't do it and I knew that my body needed to rest and recover and I did not feel guilty about it. Um, I can, I can work out through like extreme exhaustion, you know, but I cannot work out through nausea. Nausea is my least favorite thing in the entire world. So that sucked. But now that we're, you know, uh, a week or two into my second trimester, um, the nausea is going away. Um, I'm back up to my consistent workouts. I'm still lifting, doing everything I was before, except I'm not wearing a weight belt and I'm not benching flat on my back. I have to do things at an incline. Um, just one of those pregnancy safety precautions. But another little exciting thing is that I'm actually training for a triathlon. Yeah, I'm training for a triathlon. It's going to be in April. I think it's going to be the very start of my third trimester. So I'll be like six-ish months pregnant, maybe like into my seventh month. But I'm really excited because me personally, I love having a goal to work towards. And um, a triathlon wasn't, it's like not not something super crazy for me because as some of you know, um, I was a marathon runner. I've um, was a competitive swimmer for most of my life. And I mean, I've biked a couple of times. The bike part, I think is honestly the easiest part of the triathlon. But, um, so yeah, it's just kind of keeping up with what I was doing before and adding in that, you know, extra cardio and, you know, good for my heart and my lungs and stuff. And I, I have my friend Rhea, who I'm training for this with. And yeah, I'm excited, but I have, told myself and told other people that um, I'm not letting my ego lead the way. I'm listening to my body. If let's say I get to the, I get to April and I don't feel like this is a good idea, I'm not going to do it. Um, Let's say I do the triathlon and I get to the run part and I have to walk the, you know, the rest of the, the race then I'm going to walk it, but I'm going to listen to my body and not let my ego get in the way. 
Because I know with so many times, so many things in our lives, we love to let our ego lead the way. And oh man, it's just, it's so bad on, on so many, so many levels. Like one, our relationship with God, God needs to be above pleasing man and pleasing our ego. And that's the reason why we are, we focus on our ego is because we don't want to disappoint other people. We want to keep this reputation that we have. And it's basically putting man before God. And it's a big no-no, you guys. We need to be putting God first. And I know for me, if I were to put my ego first, it could, you know, get in the way of my baby's health and my health as well. So definitely not going into this with my ego being at the top. I'm letting go of my ego, which is, you know, hard for me, especially in the realm of fitness um, and nutrition. But yeah, I'm just being kind and gentle with myself, still doing what I was before. Um, You know, I, I know some people are probably like, oh my gosh, like you're gonna run a triathlon in in your pregnancy but you gotta remember like these are things that I did before and my pregnancy is going to be so different from someone else's pregnancy and you guys my second pregnancy if that you know when or if that happens is going to be probably different than my first pregnancy and everything is so unique and um you know I, I want you to I would love for you to follow along with this journey that I'm going on, even if, you know, you're you're not pregnant, you've never had kids, or you don't plan on it, because, you know, basically the moral of, of this story is putting God first, putting my ego last, and being okay with changes that are going to happen in my life, because we all are going to go through changes that either affect us physically, mentally, um, career-wise, there's so so many changes that are going to happen to each of us, and it's going to be so unique and so so I guess specific just to us. Like no one's story is the same, but there is only one way to go with it, and it's to put God first and to rely on Him and to serve Him instead of man. Um, and side note. This is going to be really random, but I wanted to share it with you is the only thing that helps me with my nausea, and this is going to sound crazy and trust me, I wish this wasn't true, but the only thing that helps me with my nausea are talkies. I don't know what it is. I, I wish... I wish it could be something else. It couldn't even be hot Cheetos, you guys. Hot Cheetos, no, it has to be Takis. They make my nausea go away. I don't know if it's the spice, but it's also the shape. Because one time, Target ran out of Takis, and we bought like these little turbo things that are like kind of similar to Takis. And no, just don't, they just don't do the same. I've been trying to buy, you know, the Trader Joe versions of Takis which I'm assuming has like better and healthier ingredients and they do hit the spot. They're not as spicy, but you guys, talkies are the only thing that takes my nausea away. So if you're over here thinking, wow, Miranda is still, you know, drinking her protein powder and lifting weights every day and training for a triathlon. Well, yeah, girlfriend, I'm still eating talkies every day because it's the only thing that makes my nausea not so bad. It is so crazy. And I think things like this kind of happen. I think like God does it like literally to kind of make us laugh. Like, like what are the odds? Like I'm someone who, you know, preaches living this healthy lifestyle, working out, eating healthy, eating whole foods. 
And the only thing that helps my morning sickness are talkies. Trust me, I've tried other things. I've tried to get rid of them. I've hoped that it was in my head, but it's not. It's not, and it's ridiculous. I don't know what it is, but man, now I'm craving talkies. I don't have any. I think I'm gonna go buy some after I record, after I finish recording this episode. But all right, that is it for today. I just love keeping you guys updated and I appreciate you coming on um, my journey of life, my health and fitness journey. Um, Thanks for just being part of it and for listening to my podcast. If you guys are, you know, interested in and maybe this podcast kind of implementing more um, like pregnancy or motherhood or stuff like that. Um, and if you want to go on this journey with me, definitely, you know, um, send me a DM at this is Miranda Lee on Instagram or send me an email. This is Miranda Lee at gmail.com. Like, let me know. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoy this podcast episode um, and this podcast in general, just Leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the biggest and best way to say thanks to me. Um, It just means a lot. And don't forget, Diet Digit Academy is launched today. So go sign up for it. This is MirandaLee.com slash DDA as in Diet Digit Academy. Alrighty. I hope you guys have an amazing week, an amazing great start to 2022 and I will catch you in the next episode.